Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast for today. And I have a really exciting guest that has been referred to this show who is very gracefully and um, came on. Um, now, this individual runs an incredible, thriving community called um, on Instagram called Uniqueologist. That's, that's uh, her Instagram tag. And it's got a really amazing vibe to it. Um, now, this individual is a mental health advocate. Right. And and she's doing some incredible work, talking to amazing people, putting amazing content out there. And when I first heard of this particular individual, it was actually through a friend. And this friend told me that this person was the person that everyone would go to to just um, be with, to, to gain advice from. And she would really hold space for for anyone who would come to her. And that's why I'm so excited to have the wonderful Miss Rachel on the podcast today. Rachel, welcome to Expressions of Wisdom. Oh, thank you so much, Jacob. All these words that you were talking about me, I'm very, very humbled. Um, and I was just trying to be a friend. Um, I try to be there for people because I want to my own struggles. And that's when I made this uh, mutual friend. Um, that's how we know each other. And um, somehow you invited me on the show. I'm really humbled. And I am really excited to be on the show with you because I have listened to your episodes and I love what you are doing, sharing wisdom um, to your followers as well. So thank you so much, Jacob, for having me on. Oh, it is absolutely my pleasure. And now, Rachel, my first question that I always ask, what is wisdom to you? Okay. Wisdom to me, personally, it would be... Let me gather my thoughts. It would be something that is objective. And at the same time, it's like a guiding compass to you so that it can be anything that you believe is true and like a solid foundation ground, right? Um, and through your own experience that you have thought, okay, like this is true. For me, because um, I'm very spiritual as well, so I know there's God out there. And for me, that's where wisdom stems from because I believe we all are humans and we have all our biases. And sometimes it's cannot be the full picture you know what I mean so at the end of the day we may have knowledge but ultimately I think it's the higher power that has the wisdom and it's objective as well yeah that's what I would say in a summary <laughs> wow that's wonderful I love how you said that there was almost like an this imagery of like a, it was a place a ground to stand I really, mm-hmm. I really love that. How, how does one find that, that higher power, um, wisdom, that, that truth, that objective, how does one go from, from the, that bias into, into something deeper? Mm, I think you have to go through your own journey and struggles. Um, I'm also in the same journey, trying to figure out things And what I've realized is that um, sometimes you have to be able to take a look from a different perspective because when you are in 
the struggle. Let's say you are in an island, you know, <laughs> you can only see uh, where you are at that time. You see, okay, I'm only one here in this island. But when you take a look at the big picture, maybe it's just a little um, tiny uh, world, but there's still like other islands out there. You know what I mean? So I feel like, but it's really hard to do that sometimes. It's, um, of course, it's easier said than done. But at the same time, I think firstly, you must be open to the possibilities. Like if you really close yourself off and you think, okay, like this is the ultimate truth, then you never know how things are going to turn out. So I believe firstly, you have to be open to the new possibilities and also be okay with being wrong because i think sometimes uh, that's how i've seen not being able to make wise decisions or not being able to look from a different perspective because i feel like oh i'm i'm right because this is how i see it right but if you look at the number six sometimes uh, it looks like number nine from the other end you know what i mean so so you have to be uh, willing to step back and take a look from a bigger picture in a way that um, even like gets through the tough situations. And yeah, I don't know if that made any sense, no, but no, that's, that's just my personal opinion. Yeah. That's wonderful. What about you, jo- Jacob? What do you think about it? Yeah, no, I, I really, I really love that. What What was kind of, um, interesting for me was that whole island kind of separateness kind of uh feeling i think being humans we get caught in our own thoughts and like mm-hmm. when, we, when we feel like we're alone um we forget that there's others out there and just having others out there there's kind of that that feeling of relief and um i really mm-hmm. love how it was just about taking a step back just taking a step back sometime i think that's really really lovely i guess yeah could you could you speak to um could you speak to that because i i noticed you've got this wonderful um uh, community that you're building up online how how have you been able to to do that like have there been challenges along the way in in building that one up what has it been like um particularly in building a community um, I would say because, see, I come from a country where there is a lot of stigma around mental health. Like you don't talk about mental health. And even if someone does, they are really isolated and people really look down upon people who are struggling with their mental health. Right. So it was definitely a big challenge for me, even like starting a page. It's it's I think that's all I could do at that time to just because I was at a place where I really wanted to do something about it. So that was like my medium to, okay, I will just start a page and that's how I will start promoting mental health. And at first I was only focused on my community. So if you scroll through it, you can see in my page, there are resources that are written in my language. Um, But then it didn't really grow um, as much as I thought. I mean, of course, the impact is not measured on the amount of people you reach, but still, that's <laughs> that's how our society measures. And sometimes that's also what you want to do. You want to reach out to more people, right? So I was not able to do that. And when I really started um, focusing on my own like authentic authenticity and my own story, 
that's when people really started coming in. That's when um, I started having this little community that's like supporting me. Because at first, it was just me educating stuff. You know what I mean, Jacob? Like I am talking about, let's say, depression or stuff like that. But it was only when I shared my own story of my struggle, struggles with depression and PTSD. That's when um, people started really, you know, because they could relate to me. That's how my community started growing. And then I started getting attraction from people all over the world, um, which is really humbling. They were like professionals on board. Um, somehow we connected to um, my page. And yeah, it's been really lovely. And I've been also been able to journey with a few individuals who also struggle with their own um, mental health issues. So even having, you know, like listening to them and learning from them has really helped me to keep going. Although I have not been as active as I want to, because right now I am focused on um, adjusting into a different country. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> wow, that's really um, the backstory. Wonderful, wonderful. I just want to kind of highlight how this, like it seems as though this page was kind of started out of, your kind of compassion and I think that's a wonderful um, thing in the world and what really struck me and it kind of got me a little bit jittery and scared was um mm-hmm. was sharing authentically authentically your own story and I've, I'm very mm-hmm. new to this whole whole journey thing and I guess one thing that I've been running away and staying away from is actually sharing how I genuinely feel which is um, which is kind of it's it's a confronting thing because you you're kind of going out there. What? Um, and I know it's it's very powerful. So I, I guess I would like to know how does one mm-hmm. um make that jump into authenticity? Um, I think it's a very gradual process. Um, because like you said, it's very scary to take that leap, and sometimes you have to have faith in yourself. Okay, like all right, I'm just being vulnerable. It's literally because when you are being vulnerable, you are opening yourself to the possibility of being hurt. And that's why I think human beings, as human beings, we are wired, you know, um, we are wired for protection and our ego comes in to protect ourselves. We run away from choices that makes us um, be human, right? And that's something that I have struggled, like really, really struggled along my journey as well. But um, I think I uh, came to a point in my journey where I had to make that decision of hiding myself away and staying in that superficial jo- zone or being just letting myself be real so that I can have more deeper connections to people. So it's I think it's not like a one minute like one night decision that you make okay like I'm going to be authentic I think it's like little decisions that you make along the way and I also think that it takes a lot of work within yourself to get to that place because even to get like uh, to say that I struggle with PTSD like out there it took me four years almost four five years to get to that point because firstly I had to accept that okay, I was struggling, right? And then I had to take steps towards healing and bettering myself because I didn't want to stay in that place. 
so i think it's um all about taking that little uh, steps along the way which and i i'm sure you will come to a place where okay like this i'm taking this risk because there's always going to be that decision in your life where everything has a cost so either you're going to stay in your comfort zone or you're going to get outside and take that risk and oh my god even like reflecting back i'm sure like everyone of us have heard it you know it seems like a cliche now but really like going out of your comfort zone is the most fulfilling thing that you can do in your life because once my story was out there i really started living my life um you know feeling like i could be myself and not being held back by that story now it serves as like my strength and like my purpose more than like a scar or something that i have to be ashamed about now it has opened myself to possibilities like even like people that I, it's just been one month that i've been here in the philippines and these people don't know my story but um uh, just reflecting bad i've been able to open myself in a way that i've never thought i would because i was always you know kept myself back i really wanted to connect with people but i didn't know how so i think the way through connections and building uh, the true intimacy with people it's obviously uh, through um authenticity and being vulnerable and of course you don't have to share your whole story with every stranger <laughs> but i think <laughs> part of like healing journey especially if you are struggling you are if you are someone who is struggling in different levels right i think that it's one of the most important steps in your journey and that really pro- propels you for next level of growth that's how i yeah take it wow wow oh man that's a massive deep breath of relief for me i love that <laughs> um you, what really struck me and i guess what what's kind of been funnily enough a, a bit of a theme recently in my life is actually is getting to that um that true kind of deep connection and having that kind of intimacy and and closeness and like opening up being vulnerable mm-hmm. being completely honest um there's there, I, I um i know that there's this sense of safety in connection i i feel like there's there's um there's more safe like i feel like even though we feel afraid to get out there and connect um i know that there's there's kind of safety in in the vulnerability so i guess mm-hmm. what i would like to explore is that what happens when we're out there what happens like when we're out there being vulnerable being our true selves like what what goes on like you, you know yeah just i'd like to kind of throw it there um okay so i think it depends on the company that you are with because like sometimes when you hear oh like you have to be vulnerable and then maybe it's not the right time to be vulnerable it when i think you have to first like okay i think it goes both way actually um but for me personally i had to work like reflect back and then work on my own things before i could be truly vulnerable right but that doesn't mean that you have to do that on your own you can still have people that really support you on and vice versa but i feel like when you get to that stage where you are like okay like i'm ready you know like 
I am taking this risk to be vulnerable. Firstly, of course, you are gonna have a lot of anxiety, <laughs> and you are gonna doubt yourself. You're gonna your brain is gonna tell you things that could go wrong, but um, you still have to remind yourself that, or maybe challenge your own thoughts. Okay, like what if it turns out to be the best thing ever? And even if it doesn't, well, at least I did this for myself. Mm-hmm. If you can say that to yourself, I think it's okay. Like even if it's not with the right company, because sometimes if you open up and if you are vulnerable with the wrong people, it can go wrong. It can really backfire <laughs> because they don't understand where you are coming from. They don't understand your story. And you'll feel judged, you'll feel more ashamed, and that will just send the negative, um, you know, negative feedback loop. So I feel like, firstly, um, if anyone is on the journey, what I would say is like find that right people that really understand and have gone through something similar, so that even when, so that you feel safe to be vulnerable, because safety always comes first. And I think like when you create um, external safety, it's easier for you to create safety within yourselves as well. Wow. So even though if it's scary, um, find that right people where you can be vulnerable, when you, where you can practice being your authentic self. Because I remember um, with my own uh, friends, I needed like people um, that could really understand me and not judge me for my story and and for the things that I've been through. So that's really um, helped me and that's really motivated me to do, to be authentic with other people that I'm not really friends with. But if the first uh, people that really hear your story don't really support you and don't really understand you, I think it's going to be much harder. So although it's really, really tough, um, to be vulnerable and show your naked self to the world. But it's, yeah, find the right um, company. And even like within yourself, um, ask yourself if like this tape is going to help you in your growth or you feel like you are not ready yet. Because if you are looking for validation, because sometimes we may be looking for external validation while we are saying, our story maybe we we want people to say oh like you are so strong you are so brave right maybe that's what we want to hear and what if you don't hear that from those people so you have to like really you know uh, be okay regardless of the responses and just be like okay like I'm doing this for myself I'm doing this for the next level of my growth Mm. and yeah what I what I really love about that perspective, um, Rachel, is that I feel like some sometimes, like even personally for myself, when I'm on this path, mm-hmm. like you feel like this need to push yourself, always be doing the scariest thing, always be vulnerable. But what just kind of occurred to me mm-hmm. after just hearing that is sometimes it's authentic to know the right people that um to open up with. It's authentic to sometimes like put up a bit of a like a. I dare say a front, like in front of people that you know that aren't probably good for you if you, um, and, and, and the right people. So I guess, and what I love about that is that you can kind of like grow that tree of authenticity with, with the right people. And then eventually you become more Mm -hmm. and more of yourself out there. I really, I really love that. That's a beautiful, safe 
an in tune kind of philosophy. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad you think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you said you said you were in um the Philippines for, and just for this last month. How how has that been? Being in a, a new yes. country. I know. Um <laughs> it's been of course it's been a bit of an adjustment. Um even though it's because I'm a Nepali, uh, I'm an Asian. Of course, I thought um, it's going to be a lot easier than I was in Australia because, hey, you know, it's an Asian country, but I was wrong. (laughs) 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 I mean, it's not that bad now, but yeah, there were times like the first two weeks, it was really hard because it's really hard to communicate here. Not a lot of people know English. And um, and and just like my brain as well, like my brain is kind of slow. Like it takes time to process everything that's going on. <laughs> and I'm always like on the go, you know, trying to figure out things. And now that like my room is settled and everything, and I know where my classes are because I have to walk a lot. Like my campus is like really really big, so I have to walk almost like. 15 to 20 minutes to get to my class yeah and now <laughs> I'm getting used to it so it's definitely getting better and yes the other thing is that really sustaining me is also like the social support I've been like really leaning into it and the funny thing is my coping mechanism has also changed normally I used to isolate myself um, whenever I'm having hard time but it's funny, I don't know, maybe I started growing. <laughs> maybe it's a sign of growth. I've actually like leaned into support and also like being around with people has really helped me go through things. Yeah, so it's not not that bad. It's getting better, obviously, but of course, like any change, it's going to be hard. So I'm just taking it slow and just giving myself that time to figure out things and not being too hard on myself Mm, wow that is incredible massive props to you (laughs) that is like awesome like going out out there like how um it seems as though like um i'm starting to see a theme of like a of like personal growth and and change of things it seems as though um the key seems to be self-compassion and i'm just wondering could you speak to like self-compassion or self-kindness, whatever, like um, whatever you would like, you know, that sort of, that sort of uh, phenomena? Okay. Um, self-compassion is something that I've been learning uh, myself because I'm a very, um, so I've been a very perfectionist, like since I was a little girl. Um, I always like aimed for good grades, for being that good kid um, to earn the recognition, you know, getting that pat on the back. I really loved it (laughs) growing up. So like jumping. (laughs) So my journey has really has been from like perfectionism, people pleasing to like now, like being authentic and being okay with people not liking me. (laughs) So it's been a journey. So going through that journey, I think self-compassion has been a huge key in my growth. And um, 
self-compassion is something that also is learned, I believe, because we are not all taught to, you know, uh, be graceful to ourselves, especially when we stumble and st- especially when we make mistakes. So it's really hard to practice that if we have not been modeled by our caregivers and if we haven't seen that ourselves. So I feel like in my own journey, um, I had to like meet people that really were compassionate to me, even when I made mistakes, even when things went wrong and them just being like, oh, it's okay, really helped me see that, oh, like, it's actually not that bad. I can still try it next time. Why am I being too hard on myself when I would be so graceful to a friend who did the exact same thing? right like it's so funny like as humans we are so compassionate even to pets like i see people um you know they love their dogs and cats so so much but if they make like a little mistake they are so hard on themselves they judge themselves (laughs) for it (laughs) so i feel like um yes you have to like first see that and experience that yourself so that you, it's easier for you to extend grace to yourselves and also to other people um, that you meet uh, along the way. And um, self-compassion is also another huge um, important thing, especially when you are healing, especially when you are going through the process, when you are dealing with that ugly parts um, that you don't like um, about your story, um, things that is really hard. Um, for yourself to even process so allowing yourself and being okay with it really helps you to go through the process and of course you don't have to do it on on your own of course like I said I'm going back to the same idea that I talked about um, having right people in your company that really show compassion to you really helps you along the way as well Mm, that's that's exciting I think I want to I want to kind of um kind of explore the process um a little bit about the process and and kind of healing with you if if we'd like to would you like to could we kind of go down that path what's the go there <laughs> Okay sure so like okay the healing that I'm talking about is my own um journey with PTSD so when I was diagnosed with PTSD I was in Australia and it was not my decision to be in the counseling room. You had to be there as an international student. So that's when I got to know that, oh, like I had PTSD. And it was like really um, a huge thing for me to take in because I thought, you know, this is like a huge weakness. Um, This is not normal. You know, I had all these biases in my head. So it was really hard for me to take in. But um, like um, there was things that happened that really made me like oh okay like this is not normal (laughs) you know what I mean like um I used to have I remember one time in my exams I had this like really sweaty hands and then my like heart rate it was like so loud like even one of my friends like she could hear from like that (laughs) that (laughs) so that's when I was like she was like rage like there's something wrong and I was like okay (laughs) so that's when I started like really digging in in within myself and exploring like why 
um is these things happening to me like like i'm like crying without reason you know and like things like really hit me really easily that's when i was like okay like why why am why is this happening and i really had to come to a point like at sort of like an end of myself to be like okay like it's time to take control of my life because that's not how i want to live my life i really want to explore and i really want to understand myself that's how the journey began to really understand myself and to because at one point it was so sad like i was like looking at myself in the mirror and it felt like i don't know this person at all and i don't even know how there was this this connection you know what i mean so that that point i was like okay i really need to know this girl and that's how the journey began i started reading a lot of self help bro- books um and i actually got really hooked on to the podcast and um like just this motivational stuff and everything mm-hmm. it really helped me go through things and um like journaling and also you know yeah so that was the healing process that i'm talking about and of course the huge thing that like two of the things that i really want to point out that really helped me heal was um obviously the right company hmm. um like people that really encourage you and you know when i was like able to get that thing out of my chest because it was only within me so when i did that and they just embraced me with open arms i didn't feel any rejection because that's what i was fearing i was fearing rejection and when i didn't get that oh i was like oh okay so it's not that bad <laughs> <laughs> so that really helped me and the next one is obviously like being true to yourself and to the world like being authentic with your story and mm. really owning up to it so unless i didn't accept it um i couldn't really like grow from it you know what i mean so i really mm-hmm. had to like accept and take time to work on it to process it and just be patient and like the self compassion that we talked about and just be compassionate with myself and obviously um taking the counseling sessions so when i finally accepted it i took um uh counseling for uh, like 4 or 5 months like doing all this worksheets talking about my emotions and all the flashbacks and everything it was really hard to even like get things off my um chest um but uh, slowly um i started doing that and now i'm here i don't have any <laughs> trouble talking about my emotions and i feel like really connected to myself as well so obviously it looks different to everyone um and it's it's very time consuming as well it's not an overnight decision i feel like i'm still healing and i'm still learning as i'm growing i don't think so like you will reach a point in your life where you are fully perfect you know because <laughs> we no one is really perfect if you think about it we all are healing for, from something that we have been through we all struggle with things at times so it's all like taking like i try taking things one day at a time and um yeah mm yeah that's wonderful i love it i love it how it's um 
That's a beautiful. That is really a beautiful story. Um, you got there, Rachel, and I. Yeah, I can. I'm really. I'm excited to see, like, where you are now, but where you'll be and where you'll take it. That's really, really cool. Um, I, I think one thing that that's interesting is, and I like to. I'd like to tap into it. Um, attracting the right people around you in your life. And I think this is this is a funny thing because um. Sometimes it's um, it takes a bit of self compassion mm-hmm. to to kind of attract the right people. Sometimes when you have the right people, you develop mm-hmm. the self self compassion, and it's like it kind of attracts attracts both. Have, have you have you found that? How like yeah? What's the what's the go? Okay, yeah. I guess if you if you if we'd like to talk about that, like what's going on there? Mm, okay I mean I agree with what you say but um, you know like I think you need to define for yourself like what what are the right people like for me um, I think in different seasons of my life um, it's been changing like at that point the right people were the ones who really provided comfort and safety right but now I already have those people in my life. Like for, for this season, I want people who can challenge me, who can push me and who can help me grow to a version that I want to be like. So first, like you have to define it for yourself. Like what is the right person for me? Right people, right company that I want to surround myself with. Mm. And like you said, of course, it starts with um, being self-aware and self-compassionate. So when we are self-compassionate, I think that's when we can be compassionate towards others as well. Otherwise, it's really hard. It's really easy to pick up on things and be like hold things against people and be like, oh, like that one time you did this to me, you know, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right? You can hold, hold on to that anger. So yes, like I agree with you being compassionate um, really helps uh, you to be compassionate with other people. And when other people are compassionate towards you, it's easier for you to be compassionate towards yourself. I really believe that as well. So the thing with with attracting right people, like I said, firstly, you need to like define like, okay, like what is the right people? If you feel like the people that you are hanging out, the people that really have a big impact in your life are the ones that are really dragging you down they don't really support you where you want to be then that's obviously not the right type of people so you have to sometimes push yourself out of the comfort zone um and um you know just observe people (laughs) although it might sound creepy but you know like you can observe (laughs) patterns in people and um okay like this is the kind of person that i want to be like so you start spending more time with them, start um, connecting with them on a deeper level, not just like superficial on the surface level. Obviously, that's where the connection starts. But uh, mm. I think it's the um, vulnerability when you can be really authentic with them. That's when um, they can be the same with you too, because that's how you create the space, right? The safe space for people when you can be authentic yourself. Wow. so that's how I think Jacob so at this point in my life um, right people are those who really push me that really challenge me that open uh, me to new possibilities and help me grow and um, I think when you 
um, start being that yourself, you will definitely attract those people in your life because you guys are going in the same direction, right? <laughs> so I think it's easier it's easier to find and spot those kind of people and um sometimes it can be hard as well I'm not saying like it's all super easy you know because um maybe that person may not be looking for the right people in you <laughs> because you know sometimes that can be a possibility too but then yeah it's up to you if you are like really dependent on that person or that people or like group of people, your circle of friends, or you want to like push yourself out of your comfort zone and um, start growing up a connection or a friendship with some other people. So for now, um, because it's only been a month in Philippines. So for me, it's, it's been really interesting because it's not. I'm not in high school anymore, so I really love that. <laughs> yes, At university, yes. I have this choice because I can literally like say hi to anyone, and there's so many like new faces that I see every day. So like even just having like a chat for five minutes, and next time you see that person, and then you like kind of you know build through that, and sometimes you click, and sometimes you don't, and it's okay because. Mm. Um, the right people that you really want to build connection sometimes you have to take that effort you know put that effort and time but um, sometimes it's okay even if you don't click maybe the, uh, your right people are somewhere around the corner and you haven't met them yet so it's all good <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome I I, I that's funny because like um I haven't been thinking about, I think for, for a while there, I was, I was kind of like, yeah, me, I'm all alone. I'm going to, it's me achieving. It's me doing this. Right. Um, uh-huh. and now, and now I'm starting to see that it really is about the people who are around you. If you've got good people and just attracting the right people by becoming the person that you kind of want to be. And I guess like, um, my question would be like in the future, like, um, I, I've heard this thing about like uh, your your future sense of self, like your your higher self, or anything like that. And I was wondering if if you could speak to that, like of anything anything like that, like yeah, like where where are we going? So Rachel, are we still there? Okay, so Rachel unfortunately has dropped out internet-wise. So I'll just tie up the end of this uh, podcast. Um, basically, the big thing here that I've learned from today was about community, being around the right people, um, having that self-compassion and really lovely just owning and sharing authentically, sharing authentically the story. And the more authentic and real that you become, um, the better and the more powerful and I guess the more real that you attract people in your life because who you are um, kind of attracts the people in your life as well. So really profound and, you know, it's it's that connection that creates that safety which kind of feeds your authenticity and the more authentic you are, the more safe you feel and the more um, authentic and safe you feel, the more people that you attract who are kind of authentic and right for you.
So a really awesome, awesome thing going on there. Um, if you want to visit Rachel, then just check her out at Uniqueologist. She's got some awesome content on mental health. Rachel, um, thank you so much for jumping on the podcast. I know you're probably listening um, to the recording now. And I really appreciate you coming on. It's been a really lovely, chill chat. And I can just tell by just your words, by your being, how compassionate you are and how you really live what you talk. And I've got so much respect for that. And thank you so much for jumping on. All right. Peace, everyone.